Now you don't have to stay linked to your desktop or laptop. Take Voice America on the go and listen anywhere. Get our mobile app for iPhone, BlackBerry, or Android at the Apple iTunes App Store, BlackBerry App World, or Android Market. The following program is being brought to you on the Voice America Variety Channel. For more information about our network and to check out additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericavariety.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the hosts or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. Welcome to Patricia Raskin Positive Living, the program that brings you practical and inspiring principles for living more authentic, engaging, and passionate lives. Created by Patricia Raskin, a catalyst for positive change. All comments, views, and opinions are solely those of the host, guest, and callers. And now, with Patricia Raskin Positive Living, here's your host, Patricia Raskin. Welcome. Welcome to Patricia Raskin Positive Living. We are talking today about something that I think a lot of folks are concerned about, and that's weight gain. And, you know, what, what are the reasons why we really gain weight? And what are some things that we can do about it? My guest today is Dr. David Foreman, who's a retired pharmacist, author, and radio talk show host of a syndicated show, The Herbal Pharmacist. He's well-versed on the healing power of herbs, vitamins, and other natural supplements. And he's a frequent speaker at some of America's leading universities. And today we're going to talk about many things, but we're certainly going to talk today about weight gain. Hello, Dr. Foreman. Hi, David. How are you? Hey, I'm great. I, I, I love David over the other one. <laughs> Why? Instead of Dave? No, no, no. I have this hang up with the doctor thing because I don't practice it, so I just preach it. And, all uh, right, I will, so, I will call you. I will call you David or Dave. So, all right, or, t- you call, or you can call me Super Dave too if you want. <laughs> <laughs> well, I think you are Super Dave because you're helping a lot of people with a with a problem that so many people have issues with, and that is weight gain. You know, uh, let's talk about that. What are some of the things you say that you have four reasons? Strange reasons why people gain weight. One of them is coffee. Yeah, I, I love the fact that you prefaced it with strange reasons. Um, because I, I think most people, I, you know, when it comes to weight loss, they always focus on, you know, consuming fewer calories than we burn. So if we have a, you know, a lifestyle where we sit on our backside a lot, then we need to eat less and vice versa. And, and yet, oftentimes I run into people I mean, for years I've been running into people that, you know, we're pretty honest and say, you know, look, I really am, I am, you know, going to the gym five days a week and I really am watching what I eat and I still can't seem to lose the weight. And it really made me take a look at, uh, you know, why that might be happening. And then, uh, all too strangely enough, in the last, like, year and a half, I gained about 15 pounds over about a six-month period and um, and I really couldn't figure out why that happened, and and uh, it's actually one of the reasons we're gonna we're gonna give today. So if, if you're in that category, if you really feel like you're doing it right, eating eating less than you should, and getting enough exercise, and you're not um, the four things and you mentioned, the first one is a cup of coffee. 
And usually what comes to mind when people people hear a cup of coffee is they, they often think about the, the specialty coffee drinks that you can pretty much buy anywhere now. You know, it used to be just the specialty coffee stores, but, you know, even now the fast food chains are offering these, you know, caramel drinks and whatever. But I'm not even talking about those. I'm talking about just the essence of coffee. Let's say you don't put mm-hmm. sugar or cream in it. Coffee can have a negative effect on your weight, especially if you are struggling with your weight. Um, and the reason being is coffee has shown to increase, just naturally increase, the production of a stress hormone called cortisol. Mm-hmm. And cortisol, yes. cortisol is one of those hormones that, again, your body naturally produces under stress, but there are also certain drugs and natural things that will increase the production of it as well. Mm-hmm. And by increasing cortisol, it will actually cause your body to put on more fat, particularly around the belly for men yes. and around the hips for women. Now, now let me ask you, David, why... What is making you come to this conclusion? Did you personally get off coffee and see a difference? Um, actually, it's you know it's funny. My situation, um, um, yes, I, actually, I can say that would be part of it. The other thing is, it's just, you know, my, my background is in pharmacy and natural medicine, and I yeah, you have to start looking at the biochemistry of the body. What else could possibly be going on here? Um, you know, there's another tip I have for people like that. There's a there's a gentleman who called into my radio show who was morbidly obese and his issue with weight had nothing to do with uh, other than he was addicted to food so for him it meant going to counseling to get over an addiction um so for me yeah part of part of what happened with me was i was in a period of time just like majority i think of americans with just an inordinate amount of stress and um and stress just like the cup of coffee if you have uh you know you're drinking coffee you know on a daily basis maybe even more than one time a day um, your body's going to naturally produce more cortisol. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, it's funny because, so for me, uh, because I was under a lot of stress, I, ba- I just actually backed off on my coffee consumption because I knew that when you're, when you have a little bit of anxiety going on, the last thing you want to do is take something that's stimulating. It'll make it even worse. So yeah. what I tell people to do, and if you're, you know, you're having battle with the bulge and you do drink coffee every day is to switch it over to green tea. Um, and green tea has a couple of, green tea is really cool in that not only is it a healthier alternative to coffee, in my opinion, but it also has shown to help people lose weight. So, um, you know, drinking three cups a day minimum of green tea, replace your coffee with that. Or you could do like I did. I didn't take coffee completely out of my life, but I cut down on my serving size. So instead of having a, you know, an eight ounce cup of coffee, I might only drink four ounces of it. And then the rest of the day I might have green tea instead. Um, Okay. To me, it's you know, it's just a healthier way to go about it. You can still get the effect you're looking for in the morning if you're having trouble getting awake. There's enough of a caffeine effect in green tea to to, uh, to kind of get you where you might want to go. Maybe not as quickly as you did with your coffee, but uh, it's a much healthier way to to approach the the battle okay. of the bulge. What about the second one, which is date nights and lunching? So it's going to restaurants. What are and you say that some of the worst restaurants are Italian, Mexican, and Chinese. Because of the cars. Yeah. yeah, it's the starchy foods. And, you know, think about it. When you go to a Mexican restaurant, they, they usually, before even anybody takes your order, somebody brings you, like, a glass of water and a basket of chips. Or you go to an Italian restaurant, the first thing they do there is instead of a basket of chips and a glass of water, they bring you a glass of water and a basket of bread. And those starchy foods, we now know that really a carb is not a carb. A starchy carb is much worse for you than a complex carb. They came from like a fruit or a vegetable. So 
you know, I'm encouraging people to really look at the starchy food. Or you go for Chinese food, you're getting noodles. Um, you know, and all the all the foods you might eat at a Chinese, Mexican, or Italian restaurant all have a lot of starches to them, generally speaking. And those starches will really pack on the pound. So, regretfully, they're addicting foods, though. I don't know about you, but Patricia, but I, I mean, I, I like a good potato chip once in a while, you know, or, of or you know, some nachos. Well, don't you think? Don't you think, David? It's all about moderation. It really is. I mean, you can have the the chip, or you can have the chocolate once in a while. But, you know, right. eating 20 of them is not the answer. No, I agree 100%. Everything that I preach is really about moderation. Yeah. There is no such thing as, you know, too much of a good thing is still not a good thing. So, a granted, moderation is definitely where to go. This area, out of all my four points, is probably one of the hardest for people to deal with because those starchy foods are very addictive. They give you that sugar rush because what happens is your body takes starches and there's an enzyme your body naturally produces that breaks starches down into sugar and then they're absorbed. And so until you can learn to modify your lifestyle, like you just said, I mean, that's the, that's the best way to do it. But until you can learn to do that, I'm encouraging people to look. There's a supplement you can, or actually it's an ingredient uh, that you can buy in your local health food store. Even pharmacies carry it. It's called Phase 2. So that's the ingredient. So if you go to your local, you know, GNC, Vitamin Shop, Whole Foods, or whatever, you're looking for the ingredient called Phase 2. This is a starch blocker. It's a, or some people call it a carb controller. It it blocks up to 65% of the caloric effect of the starch you, you're consuming. So if you're going out to dinner and you know you're going to have no willpower at a at your favorite restaurant because they have this amazing homemade pasta there, well, then I would encourage people to take a couple of capsules of Phase 2 along with that starchy meal so you can enjoy a little bit more, but you're not going to absorb even close to what you just consumed because it's going to block the starch from being broken down into sugar. So that will help you. And that goes into the prescription drugs. I mean, it's not a prescription drug, but one of the things you say is that you can gain as much as 10 pounds per month from drugs that are designed to treat depression, mood disorders, seizures, migraines, blood pressure, and diabetes. So what yeah. do we do about that? What do we do this about is, that? You know, well, this is one of those areas that goes back to my pharmacy school. You know, back in the 80s, we were taught this stuff. And, and you know, I'm, I'm grateful to you for listing off those categories. The two biggest ones well, probably the three top ones in that list are antidepressants, blood pressure medications, and medications used for diabetes. Those are three very common conditions in the United States. And yet what a lot of people don't realize is that there's a very good chance that one of the side effects from that medication could be weight gain. And, yeah, it blows people's minds away when I tell them that you could possibly be gaining up to 10 pounds a month. I mean, that's astronomical in my book. Mm. Uh, now, now, here's the before I say anything else, is usually what people's brains do when they hear me say that. They will go, oh, I'm, not, I'm just not going to take it anymore. And that is not what I'm saying. <laughs> um, yeah. if, you're, if you're taking something for depression, there's a reason you're taking that. And you don't just stop the medication. In some cases, it can be very harmful and, and life-threatening, like if you were to stop your blood pressure medication. So what do you do? Well, if you feel like you've gained weight over the last six months, year, two years, and you can't really figure out why, and you are taking a prescription medication, maybe start with your pharmacist and go to your pharmacist and say, hey, is there a possibility that one or any of my medications could be triggering my weight gain? And if, you know, and, and they should be able to tell you yes or no. And, and if you don't necessarily, they don't have a lot of time for you, these pharmacists sometimes are busy, ask them for the package insert that goes with the medication. The bottom line, though, is that, uh, you know, if you are taking something for depression and you feel like it is 
causing you to gain weight, you need to go back to the healthcare professional that prescribed it for you and ask them to change your medication. Because even though, and you know, you hear people hear the word antidepressant, not all antidepressants are the same. So one might have a certain side effect that another doesn't. And if weight gain is one of the ones that you're having, then you need to go back to your healthcare provider and ask them to change your medication. Okay. Well, so that's very important. And, and that would really pertain to antidepressants, diabetes medications, high blood pressure medications, and heartburn medications, correct? Yes, exactly. I mean, it can even go outside of that. Um, you know, hormone replacement therapy and birth control pills can fall into that. Um, some of the steroids they use for pain, not the ones that the athletes are getting in trouble for in Major League Baseball right now and other sports, but we're talking about the steroids that help your body fight inflammation. Uh, those are the ones that will probably lead to a really fast weight gain. Right, right. All right, now you have more. So let's go back and look. I mean, the first one you talked about was coffee in terms of, of odd ways or strange ways to gain weight. Another one is restaurant eating in, you know, restaurants that have a lot of carbs, like Italian, Mexican, and Chinese. And another one is prescription drugs, which we just talked about. And the fourth right. one is called the superhero syndrome. Now, what does that mean? <laughs> um, that would be me taking a look in the mirror and a lot of other people here, you know, in the United States right now. Uh, superhero syndrome is where um, your life is just so full, jam-packed. Um, you're balancing your work schedule and family, and maybe you even uh, have other things in there, like uh, you're, you're, you know, struggling with your finances or you're... You know, you're having a problem with one of your children or whatever. Just these family obligations and, and life, it, it ends up making you have so many balls in the air that you're juggling that it, it, it literally just stresses you out. And like we talked about back in the beginning with coffee, that stress hormone called cortisol, when we put ourselves into this superhero syndrome of, and that, that's, our, that's not a medical term, that's something, you know, catchy that, that we came up with, um, when you're in that mode of just over and over and over and over again, just kind of uh, stressed out, that cortisol level goes up. And, again, cortisol is just naturally producing. It's just It becomes harmful to your body when it's elevated for days, weeks, months on end. And so, um, you know, if you're feeling like that's you, and that was me. That's what I was talking about earlier. Like I, I like to tell people, you know, I might be this natural health expert, but I still – face the same challenges or similar challenges to anybody else that's listening right now. I mean, we're all like, all like one big happy family, well, maybe dysfunctional family in all of this, but we're all working on the same thing, you know? And um, so what I encourage people to do is things like I did and, and I suggest to other people, if you're in that stressed out mode, maybe, uh, you know, go on a 45-minute walk. Uh, just getting outside is uh, sometimes to people is peaceful enough or get into a yoga class. For me, spirituality is huge, so... You know, I made sure that I went to church, and, um, you know, I did a lot of praying uh, on a regular basis. But there are there are some supplements also that you can take, um, and, and these are things that I use, and they work phenomenally at helping get that cortisol level under control. Yeah, that um, was my to, question, David. That was my question, was what are some things that we can use that are natural supplements that would help us address those strange reasons why we gain weight? Well, there, there's actually three that I'm huge on. One is called Relora. It's spelled R-E-L-O-R-A. Relora actually has science showing that it helps with this cortisol thing, but it also they have science showing that it'll help you lose weight. So it's kind of a two-for-one special there. 
Um, another one that I've used is called Holy Basil, H-O-L-Y, and then basil, just like the you know the herb and spice that we you know cook with. And the last one um, is actually a uh, comes from the mushroom family. It's called Reishi, R-E-I-S-H-I. Yes. A lot of people may a lot of people may have heard of Reishi for uh, for immune health and and things like that, but it's also really awesome at helping kind of balance your body out when it is under the gun on a regular basis. So and you can. I mean, in my opinion, I feel like we can all safely do all three of those. You know, a lot of people don't necessarily want to afford that or, or maybe, you know, there's another reason behind it. But, you know, you could always start with one of those. If I was going to pick one of the three, I'd probably pick uh, either Relora or Holy Basil to start with. Because what they do is they, they not only help with this weight issue and cortisol, but they also have a, a mild effect of kind of relaxing you without making you feel tired or buzzed. And that's really key to me is to... Whatever I like to recommend, I don't want it to make people feel different than they should. It should make you feel like a, a real human being again. Our guest is David Foreman, and he's actually in the Tampa area. He's a retired pharmacist, author, and radio host of the syndicated show, The Herbal Pharmacist. You can hear that, and you can log on to Facebook.com, The Herbal Pharmacist. I'd like you to reinforce something because we have just a couple of minutes left. And I know we're going to talk about how to find you and how to find your show. But talk about the responsibility that we have to take for anything we do, particularly losing weight. I mean, we talked about things like, you know, reducing caffeine, you know, not eating so much at restaurants that have a lot of carbs, watching your prescription drugs, and not being a superhero where you're constantly, just constantly moving, you know, and not taking enough time for yourself. So talk about the responsibility and balance we need to create in order to make these things happen for ourselves. Yeah, I mean, I, the, the real root of being healthy, or, or we'll say staying healthy or getting healthy to me, is really all about, you know, um, lifestyle decisions that we make. You know, I, we talked about four different things today. It, it's, it goes outside of weight loss. This goes about just being healthy and a healthy individual. You know, the reality is, is that um, it, it's all about lifestyle decisions. You, you know, you can make the choice of going out to dinner and, and eating the whole basket of bread with a big thing of butter, or you can make the decision to maybe just tear a piece in half to get a taste of it, which is what I do when I go out, if I, if I even do that. Um, but it's really more about lifestyle choices. And the, and the second thing is I think often we, we rely too much on a pill to cure our ill instead of really, and no offense to the ladies out there, but manning up and realizing that a lot of where we're at right now and dissatisfaction in our health is probably something that we manifested because of making poor choices, and you know, whether it's making the wrong food choice, not getting enough exercise. I have four things I preach. I wrote a book on, on heart disease, and, and the four pillars are diet, how you eat, you know, exercise, spirituality, and supplements. And too often, people rely on just one of those to, to, to hopefully get healthy, and it really does take a balance of all four to achieve that health all right and we want to tell people about your book which i actually have in hand it's called the four pillars of health heart disease four simple ways to treat and prevent america's number one killer david foreman who's the herbal pharmacist and tell us david how people listeners can find your show yeah the easiest way to connect with me is through my website which is herbalpharmacist.com h-e-r-b-a-l pharmacist like the person at the drugstore so herbalpharmacist.com there you'll be able to, you know, um, listen to stuff through iTunes, past TV segments I've done, blog, Facebook, the whole nine yards, Twitter. All the connecting points are through that website. All right. Thanks so much for being on the program. 
Thank you very much for letting me share, and I really like your program very much. Thank you. Uh, Thank you. Well, before you go, do you want to give us a closing thought for our listeners? If they do nothing else, David, what should they do? (laughs) Ooh, I like that one. Uh, (laughs) You caught me off guard. I like that. Um, I would have to say uh, remember that you're in control of of who you are. So if you're displeased, um, then you need to take the actions to, to move in the right direction. And just sitting still where you are right now isn't going to make change. You have to take that first step. Right. Thanks so much. And again, TheHerbalPharmacist.com. David Foreman, you can listen to his radio show and get his book, The Four Pillars of Health, Heart Disease. You've been listening. Thanks again, David, for being on the program. Thank you. All right. You've been listening to Patricia Raskin, Positive Living, right here on VoiceAmerica.com, America's Voice. Until next time, stay healthy, stay happy, get the support you need, and know you can make your dreams come true. Until then, I'm Patricia Raskin. Bye for now. Thanks again for listening to the preceding program brought to you on the Voice America Variety Channel. For more information about our network and to check out additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericavariety.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the preceding program are strictly those of the hosts or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by Voice America Talk Radio Network its staff and management.